right. Hello and welcome to Horror Hams, episode 11. 11. We have officially been doing this for six months now. We started back in January. How are we feeling about Horror Hams, guys? Good. We just got to stay more consistent, I feel, right, guys? Well, we all got a little busy past uh, past month. That's so. right. We did. Uh, John is working for the weekend. and uh, We went away, too. Jeff and I went away. So did Eric. Eric came with us. Yep. We got yep. engaged. That's right. Me and, me and Eric. Not me and Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, me and Eric. Didn't. Oh, that's right. Jeff and Eric got engaged. So we've all been a little busy. It's been close to a month, but we are back and ready to roll, guys. Uh, we are sans Eric today because Eric is a butthead and could not join us. He is Eric, a butthead. Eric works sh- second shift. That's why. Eric works. We are... Filming this for the first time ever on a Thursday. Oh, yeah, it is. I fucking never know what day of the week it is anymore at all. It's Thursday, John. <laughs> it's good to and know. Your name is John Caron. Thank you. That's very helpful. Yes, this is C.R. Donati, and I am joined by Jeffrey O'Brien and Mr. John Karen. Oh, hi. And this week we watched, well, this month, we watched The Autopsy of Jane Doe, Altered States, Scream, and Razorback. And without further ado, I guess we will start with my choice, which was Jane Doe. So Jane Doe, I really like. John actually showed this movie to me. And I'm actually super depressed to say that I actually liked the movie that John showed me. <laughs> um, this is the only time you will ever hear me say that John was right about a movie. That's not true. You love Brimstone. Oh, fuck, that's right. (laughs) So yeah, John showed me and Jeff this movie last year, and I fell in love with it, and I thought it would be perfect to kind of review on the podcast. So it it came out in 2016. It's a horror thriller, and it is directed by, I'm probably going to butcher this, Andre Ovridal. It sounds Russian. Um, Yeah, it says initial release was in Russia. So, it's basically just about a team of uh, father and son coroners. They have a family business. They work for for a morgue. um, And they... Played by the wonderful Emile Hirsch and Brian Cox. Yes, Brian Cox is in this movie. Um, They get this body last minute that was found at a crime scene. And the police of the town are like we need to know the cause of death for this body asap because the i guess everything that revolved around this murder was super mysterious and they have no idea why her body um is here or kind of what happened to it they can't identify her so of course they call her jane doe and the movie takes place over a very strange night of the father and son um Having, giving her an autopsy, performing an autopsy, and as the night goes on, finding out some really strange things about the body. Um, for example, her insides, specifically her lungs, are burned to a crisp, as if she had been set on fire. But on the outside, her body looks completely fine, not a scratch on her. Um, her wrists and her ankles are completely fractured like broken and but there's no swelling on the outside it's almost like her body magically healed after all of this happened to her 
but on the inside, all no the damage sign of trauma is on the outside. still done. Exactly. There's no sign of trauma at all. Um, what else? Uh, a note is found inside her digestive tract. Yep. Um, Some weird uh, flower type flowers and stuff. Yep. There is... Some old English, is it Latin, written yeah. on the yeah. inside of her skin. So as the night goes on, it gets creepier and creepier. and Odd, odd stuff starts to happen. Like, you know, corpses waking up that, yeah. and walking around the... <laughs> The morgue. That great thing they do with the bell. The, like the bell. Yeah. Like, that on the toe. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, the power going out. Them getting locked in the morgue. So things, creepy shit just starts to happen. And uh, eventually the father, what was his name in the movie? Do we know? I can't remember now. Father is very skeptical. He doesn't really believe in. It's not, it's not even that he's skeptical. He's just like, he flat out like is dismissive of it. Tommy. Yeah. He's very dismissive Tommy of it. Tommy Tilden. He doesn't want to admit that something paranormal or strange is going yeah. on. And the son is like, dad, we need to get the fuck out of here because something is not right with this body. Um, and obviously, eventually, the father is like, all right, we need to get the fuck out yeah, of his here. Mo- his moment, when his moment like does happen, that's like the best part of the movie because that's like definitively like the, oh, shit, yep. we're fucked. Because he's like a rock, that whole movie. Like yep. he's, he's been doing it his whole life. He's a corn and nothing creeps yeah, him nothing out. Creeps he's him like, out. all right, yeah. fine. Bodies are starting to walk around the morgue. We need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> the cat ends up dead. The cat ends up mysteriously dead in a vent. And then, yeah, and then uh, Brian Cox uh, ends up getting mysteriously beaten by yeah. some by a, essentially a nothing yeah <laughs> so, yeah so um halfway through the movie they start to suspect that jane doe was really a witch at one point spoiler yeah we spoil movies here <laughs> and um what was it she her body dated back to like the Salem Witch Trials in the 1600s. There's like peat moss under her nails. Yeah, from being buried, which is commonly found in New England, like Maine area. And um, yeah, they start to suspect that she may have been a witch. And And then she still actually bleeds as well. Yeah, when they cut into her. So she's actually still alive. And they kind of put two and two together that she has been put under this spell by um, Christians. I think so. I think it was something Christians you know, to do with it. Um, or like a spell bat that she has backfires or something. Like there's some like yeah. weird thing that keeps her like Yeah, she's alive. been she's been paralyzed, but she's still alive because of the flower they put in her. Some sort of spell it like I think the flower had paralyzing qualities about it. Yeah, and the the weird note that they find inside of her too, it mm-hmm. has like the date in it as to when she, that I think this all started with her too. Yep. Right? Yeah. 18 something. Yeah. But uh, so. yeah, she's been cursed because that's the only way you can stop her. She's kind of unstoppable. Um, they try burning her body, and obviously it doesn't work. Um, so you kind of put two and two together that the only way to stop her was to paralyze her in this form, and she still is still in fact alive. She just um, is kind of in this unmovable state. So. Right, so I, I guess once all of uh, this stuff starts happening to her, she kind of casts this spell as to all of the supernatural stuff 
starts to happen to them so they can experience her pain. Right? Yeah, the dad the dad tries to like use like a he tries to like reverse the spell by having her take his body. Yep. And like it's cool because once he offers himself up like all the things that were wrong with her, like the fractures in her like wrists and her legs, they heal up. Yeah, like yeah. like she takes all the like she starts to recuperate her body. And it happens him. to him. Yeah. yeah, and it happens to him. So it's just yep. that fucking movie is like that movie's amazing. I, it's one of the best modern horror films. Yeah, period. No like, doubt, and definitely. It's, it's largely unknown and deserves a wider audience. I agree. Especially it's the, very the creepy. Acting in it is yeah. yep. amazing. Yeah, Emil Hirsch is like such an underrated actor oh, in general. Totally. So yeah. like anytime he's in something, if you see a movie with Emil Hirsch, check it out. It's probably good. He yeah. does a lot of into small the wild. Stuff like that. Yeah, and the actress who played Jane Doe, she does an awesome job at Doing being nothing. dead. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. She does an awesome job at just yeah. playing dead. She just fucking, seriously, she looks like a dead corpse. Yeah, I think a lot of her, too, is a big, giant silicone body. No, it definitely so was, but her yeah, her, so far too. Yeah. her face, she is an actress. No, I know that. Her yeah. face, you know, all the shots of her face. Yep. Yeah, some great That's effects her. and stuff, too. Oh, that yeah, stuff. the whole autopsy is ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure that I spent many hours putting her together. It's a tough movie to, like, really talk about uh, yeah. as far as... Like what makes it great? You just need to watch it because part of what makes it awesome is again, it's like this is my favorite genre of horror is like the real life uh, horror because everything is very real, like as far as like the world that you live in and the rules it follows. So like these guys are and they do such a good job of you know every time something weird happens that you know you're like ah it's probably just you know the storm or whatever. But like once shit starts to become irrefutably like connected to what's going on, like then you're like, oh, this is real and awful and there's not much you right. can do about it. And like the the way that it's the movie like gives you semblances of hope, but even that's like fucked up because like she just keeps fucking with them. Like she'll just like manipulate them and to the like, torment end. them. Yeah, yeah it's to awesome. The very end, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the the whole there's a giant storm coming on, you know, being broadcast over the radio. They're oh, that awesome song that plays too. Yeah. They're oh, yes. stuck in like hell almost. Because remember, much, that's yeah. not really happening. Right. There was no storm. There's no storm. They were under. They were in some sort Spell. of parallel yeah. universe or yeah. something. That's just complete manipulation yeah. by this uh, this this magical entity. It's yeah, awesome. Like, right. I guess it really doesn't explain what happens. Like some why magical why, like voodoo why shit is happening? Yep, it's know? just otherworldly. It's just nothing then, you can do. Obviously, <laughs> it, before the movie takes place, something like this happened in the same town. Yeah, and you don't know. Yeah, that's. I think that's the idea. Know? Is this is like that she. This is something that that ha- has happened a few times because the beginning of the movie, even like that's the premise. Is like the right. body is found and surrounding the body is just. Dead. More death because right. like they just and then she's like, half buried. Yeah, they remember? just try to get rid of the body. Yeah, and, like, yeah, it just it's just an ongoing cycle where yeah. people try to perform an autopsy on her. This crazy shit happens, and then they they know something weird is up with her, so they like yeah. bury her somewhere in a different town far away. But the yeah. coroners, these two coroners, figure it out enough that she's actually able to regenerate herself, and at the very end, like. Like right. yeah, that that last scene that like I, I thought again like we talked about Eric and how he didn't really like this and thought more needed to go on but that very end bit like with the toe wiggle like that's right. the best part of the whole movie because you're like oh shit like now she's like alive, alive and loose right. and yeah uh, yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah within the because they were the only so, two yeah. to figure it out yeah like, once once the police finally do come back to the the corner he's like um, get it the fuck out yeah, of he's here like, get the fuck out of here <laughs> he knows there's to, something yeah. going wrong with this body something otherworldly and he just wants it out, out of, of his county, county so yeah. he doesn't have to deal with yeah, it yeah so it, it takes the ambulance ride to the next 
next county, county for then, the yeah. next the uh, doctors the to perform an autopsy on. Yeah, it's a great, it's a fucking great film. It's a great film. It's tremendous. It I is. give it a four out of five. Nice. Yeah, I, I give it a three and a half out of five. Yeah. Um. um yeah, I, I watching it a second time. Uh, knowing how the movie plays out, I, 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 the first time I saw it, the impact was greater. Yeah, but uh, that initial impact was was good. So yeah. yeah, didn't you say you weren't as crazy about it? I wasn't as crazy about it the, the second, second time, time, just because I, I knew what what was happening. It's cool to figure out with them. Yeah, you know, as they're doing the autopsy, it's it's like a mystery. Yep, and that was really interesting the first time watching it. So, what yeah. about you, John? Uh, it's it's a three and a half for me. This is in my like three and a half but like all like one of my favorite kind of movies like it's in my it's in that gold standard of my three and a half but uh i agree with jeff like it's one of those movies i've watched this like a half a dozen or more times at this point and <laughs> it, it the only time the only the only time i will watch it now is with someone who's never seen it before mm-hmm, because right. that's the best part for yeah. me is sharing that with someone yeah so but yeah you're right like once it parted the whole movie like the whole big thing is the reveal and the mystery and yep yeah but yeah, I think a four is a, is also super fair because it it's it is one of the best like modern horror films. Period. Like it's yeah, it's really spooky so by being very subtle. Yeah, you know, I like how subtle it is. It's very clever. It's very clever. Uh, awesome movie. Eric said he liked it. He just wished more happened. So, um, I think we can all agree it in our different viewpoints that it's it's still a really good movie oh, yeah. you guys oh, should yeah. watch it definitely if you have must watch yeah definitely check it out check cool it out. so the next movie we are going to review is jeff's pick it's razorback guys <laughs> and so. i just want to go on the record by saying if anybody remembers me saying that midnight ride and cemetery man were the two worst movies <laughs> i've ever watched this has now beat both of those films and is now my most hated movie. <laughs> so, Razorback <laughs> is a 1984 Australian movie directed by uh, Mr. Russell Mc- McCainy. Is that how you say his name? I think so, yeah. Uh, he, Russell, directed uh, famously the first Highlander movie. And he directed a Resident Evil movie at one point, too. Highlander is yeah. great. Highlander this movie is, is not. Uh, this was his first movie. Uh, you can definitely tell. It was very rough around the edges. Um, so, um, essentially... Uh, but this movie's not really rough. To say it's rough around the edges isn't really fair, though. The middle is rough, too. No, I mean, like... <laughs> I don't want to interrupt you while you're going this, but to, like, no, just, to, fine. just to say, like, this movie... One of the things, like, I, I hated this, but, like, it's very, <laughs> very... Well made. No, it's not. It is. It is very well made. Like you can tell from, from a filmmaking perspective. Like the shots of, are really well made. And... In this movie, he moved to Highlander. Oh sure. Right. The the whole there's a car there wasn't chase even scene. an option to watch it in HD. It was just SD. Oh sure, but it, it, just because it's not like remastered <laughs> right. doesn't mean. But like as far as like the filmmaking goes, like I, there was a lot of I watching it. I was like, oh, the shots in this are like really cool. The lighting's fucking dynamic and awesome. Well, I, but w- it, I wish I could see it. It doesn't make yeah. it suck. It doesn't mean it, it just still sucks. But you can't see right. it well, though. You can't see anything. Most of the movie is like a blurry. I, I I could see it's low just fine, budget but, mess. I mean, the, the transfer isn't the best, but right. you you could tell there's some like genuinely decent filmmaking there. But the movie is still garbage. The acting, <laughs> Sorry, the acting is garbage. Oh, oh yeah. 
Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> so it starts off with a grandfather babysitting his grandson. Uh, and all of a sudden, this is the, one of the best beginnings yeah. of a movie I think I've ever seen. Uh, this just giant razorback boar uh, bulldozes through the house, uh, rips the grandson out of the house, and the house just burns down. Yep. <laughs> so I went into this movie thinking it was going to be fucking awesome john because of the first scene yeah and i was really excited and then it just went downhill that movie there. really does begin and end magnificently yeah, it, does. it has yeah. a really strong it's opening very, close <laughs> it, the the you don't know who the the star is of the movie because there's they three keep of them. focusing on someone and then they die <laughs> yeah yeah well it starts off okay cool you know think the, the grand so the grandfather uh, just dedicates his life to finding, finding this, this razorback, razorback, which everyone in the town thinks he's, he's nuts, nuts and doesn't believe that a razorback that size would come Exists, in yeah. and steal a baby. <laughs> right. And then because they all think that he killed the grandson for right. some reason. So uh, so fast forward to this reporter in New York. She's uh, like an animal advocate. Oh, yeah. And so she takes on a job in Australia because of the kangaroo poaching, right? So she goes to Australia. Everybody, of course, it's in the same town that this Razorback (laughs) uh, thing happened. Um, So she does some investigating and she finds out there's a weird uh, kangaroo cannery in this town. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The two weird, (laughs) weird dudes. Um, So she's trying to get like a scoop on that. And then, um, you know, the two guys obviously don't take likely to her trying to report on what's going on. Yeah. They chase her. Because they're poachers. Yeah, they're poachers. And they poachers chase her. suck. Uh, and then, uh, you know, as they're chasing her, the Razorback attacks and ends up killing her. Oh, that's right. So we're like, oh, our yeah. main character just died. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> What and, a fucking mess this movie is. I and keep so, forgetting how like, convoluted yeah, it, it is. It is. And so, uh, I forgot then to mention... Then we focus on her husband. Her husband, oh, yeah. who, who just proposed like, to her. Who looks like Dennis Reynolds. Yes, he looks like Does Dennis. He not? Does, Does he, he not? Does he not look like Dennis that. Reynolds? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So, her husband, who proposed to her back in New York, uh, flies to... Us, fiance. Uh, flies to Australia and tries to figure out what happened to her. And then obviously because they're gets, saying that she just fell down a well. Right. Everybody's saying that she just kind of disappeared. Which is fucking so creepy. So he he wants to figure out what happened to her, and then obviously he gets caught up in this whole giant razorback thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean he, he goes it, on like a fucking journey. Yeah, he goes on a journey. He, he ends up working at the kangaroo cannery. <sighs> With the two do they just they're just like yeah cool come in and you you just do this for today and what is gonna, a cannery. Uh, it's like where you make food and stuff. Yeah, yeah process food. Oh, yeah, process a cannery. Yeah, yeah a cannery. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, it, he has this weird journey with the the, the two. Yeah, the poachers like poaching around the desert. Well, they and leave shit him too. in the yeah. middle of nowhere. Well, yeah, because he ends up killing a kangaroo, and they didn't want it dead because they the rigor mortis is going to set in. So they leave him in the middle <laughs> so of they nowhere. Leave him in the middle of nowhere. That part was cool. Yeah, and he. he he has these weird dreams about the Razorback and hallucinations. Yeah. And Remember hallucinations? The, the part where the the like skeleton a, yeah, is like long hair. following. That was cool. Yeah, and so <laughs> then he finally stumbles upon civilization. Right, and, and, and it's a, a woman, beautiful naked woman, right. of course, who was in Mad Max too. Oh, she was. Yes, yeah. she was. Um, and so she tracks wild boars. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> you don't have to explain. You're doing a way better idea. job of like remembering this than I even. Did. I just yeah. watched this last so night. So she tracks. She tracks wild boars, so and she, then she knows the grandfather whose grandson, grandson disappeared got eaten in by the, the beginning. Razorback, giant razorback. So they all team up together to dart this razorback, razorback so that they can track it and find and, it and, and kill it. Get the town to be like. To believe to that believe there's really this giant razorback. Oh, and if, if we didn't mention already razorback being a giant boar, yeah. like a giant wild boar. Yeah. Um, I hope this people thing is know like what a razorback is. It's like a rhinoceros size. It's supposed to be like a... It's like a, yeah, a, a jaw. It's like a, a jaws, like jaws on land. Jaws on land. Pretty much. But worse. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. And I don't like jaws. <laughs> so this is even what? worse. Yeah, the be- I forgot about the beginning. Like, you're right. Like, this movie... Like, I had mentioned, like, when we were talking before the show about, like, how awesome the ending was. Yeah. Because, like, the last fucking ten minutes of this movie rule. Like, they oh, straight up cool. rule. Yeah, he finally confronts the boar. And, and then I forgot about battle. the beginning. I forgot the beginning yeah, the being cool, too. Amazing. Yeah, the baby yeah. just getting, like, yeah, just yeah, goes yeah. through a house. <laughs> he goes through the house. And eats a baby. Eats a baby and the burns the house down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, then so. the rest of the... Then, like, that gap between the first yeah, five and ten minutes is yeah. just... Uh, it's so worst. weird. You don't know... I mean, it's it's just a really odd written movie. I guess it's based on a book. I, I don't read the book. I don't know. Don't anyway, watch the movie. Uh, yeah, push comes to shove. Uh, I don't know. They he battle. somehow tra- tra- tracks the Razorback, and he ends up killing the two kangaroo poachers. Oh, the Razorback eats one of them, and they that think he kills weird. the other one. You um, don't need to explain this movie. Anyway, scene for scene. yeah. Anyway. The the whole ending is good for the last ten minutes. The last ending, the, the ending is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like the effects are cool. The the, yeah, the, the creature looks cool. Is amazing. You don't yeah. just don't see it enough. I wish you did. Yeah. You know. And like they so. actually put like the the sequence the way it's filmed is cool too. Like it's a good. Yeah. They do a good job of cutting around the limitations of uh, what oh, they had to work with. The but at the same time, thing, yeah, yeah they, they they put all the money into the creature and like yeah, it's it's a very like from a from a filmmaking standpoint again, it's like it's a very like carefully constructed movie it's got like a old peter jack like early peter jackson vibe to it where it's like it's kind of goofy i felt that way too but like it it just doesn't have any it doesn't have any redeeming quality no no whatsoever even if it was remastered the the movie still doesn't make much sense in my opinion there's no there's no real point to the movie no and everything in everything in between the middle i mean yeah between between the beginning and the end or is just nonsensical and yeah. it's 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 so bloated. Like right. all that, all the good stuff happens in the first five and last ten minutes of yep. the movie, and the rest is just a. It's, it's just weird. It's yeah. nothing. And it's it, very it's so yeah. drawn it's out. It's like an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, of nothing. Of really nothing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the Razorback looks cool if you could see it for more than thirty seconds. <laughs> um, so, what anyway. do we give this movie, guys? I wanted to like this movie just because I love Highlander. And um, I, I I give it a one. It's just not it's not I, worth your time. Watching I give it this movie. half a star. Uh, it's a one. I give it a one and a half, just because like again from like a like a technical standpoint, like I really appreciated like the the quality of filmmaking on such a low budget. Yeah. I just wish that what was actually there was worth giving a shit about, but. Like, exactly. It, they they, yeah, they made they felt. made the hell out of it, and all the budget is on the screen. It's just like it's just it's not fucking good in the slightest. Yeah. Again, I, I felt he learned a lot from this movie, and then he applied it to Highlander. Yeah. So. But all right. So do with that what you will. We <laughs> are going to take a quick break, and we will be back afterwards. 
Tired of garbage body and hair products that cost a fortune and don't really work? Us too! At Mad Russian Apothecary, we use only pure organic ingredients to alchemically create skincare products that feel good, smell good, and actually work. Our flagship beard oils tame your wild beard with non-shiny moisture, soothing skin treatment, and wife-approved scents. Head Skin Balm erases the irritation of your freshly shaved head and face, soothes razor burn, moisturizes, and even improves skin quality. Tattoo Czar is the all-in-one solution for tattoo application and healing. It lubricates skin, reduces redness, tames the itch, and sets color better. Jeffy Red Hands heals your working hands with a formula made specifically for chapped, irritated, and even broken skin. Don't settle for poorly made products that don't do the job. Mad Russian Apothecary is the pure, simple, alchemical remedy your skin and beard need. Visit Mad Russian Apothecary on our Facebook page and Etsy page today and use code HORROR for 20% off. Also, visit them at their website at madrussianapothecary.com. And we're back. Yes. Next up is John Karen's choice, which was Altered States. John, why don't you give us a quick little synopsis? Sure. Um, so Altered States, uh, made in 1980, directed by uh, Ken Russell, who's most notably uh, known for Lair of the White Worm, that weird-ass vampire flick. Have you guys ever seen that? No. It's, it's a weird one. Yeah. It's, a, it's a fucking weird one. Uh, it's written by a dude named Paddy Chayefsky, and it's based on his book of the, the same name. Uh, stars William Hurt, the fucking amazing William Hurt, uh, yep. History of Violence, Avengers, Dark City. Um, and this is actually William Hurt's first feature film. And it's cool because, like, William Hurt, like, I don't know if you're familiar with William Hurt, but, like, if you've never gone down that road, like, that dude, he's, like, he's one of my favorites. Like, anytime William Hurt's in a movie, you know you're going to get something awesome out of him. He's just a great actor. Um, it's also Drew Barrymore's first film, her first feature film as well. Yeah, that's right. That's what, yeah. Yeah. Um, she wanted the kid, his kids. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She plays his kids. So basically, this movie's about. William Hurt, uh, he's a professor, and he is uh, he's developing this uh, science where he's us- utilizing uh, float- isolation float tanks, which are a real thing, uh, and he combines that with hallucinogens, and it creates like this weird psychedelic uh, effect, and he starts to have like these interdimensional experiences, and that start to bring he starts to bring forth into reality. Which is fucking awesome. Uh, this movie, a lot of this movie, especially for a movie that's now like 40 plus years old, the fact that it deals with a lot of science and that we're just now starting to like revisit in modern times. And, and it's still it's still not as commonly known, but it's a little bit more studied now. I just think it's cool that something that far gone is like just now starting to make its way into the forefront of science and uh, practicality now because it's a cool idea like the idea like flotation tanks are these uh, sensory devices that you sit in they're usually filled with a water that's got a high salt concentrate so you float so you're sort of buoyant and uh, they're they're shut off from all light and sound so you're just in an encapsulated space that's a dark enclosure and you just start to float and your mind starts to wander and it's a it's a natural form of inducing a hallucinatory state and What's cool about this is he he takes it a step beyond and introduces hallucinogens into his uh, his studies. It's, it's so. crazy hallucinogens. Yeah, crazy hallucinogens. That he, he, he and he gets Mexico. in yeah. Mexico. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's just this fucking awesome concept of, like, going to another dimension in your mind and coming back and regressing in some forms or coming back as, like, a different thing. And it has these uh, profound changes on his body, and it starts to transform. And it's just a fucking awesome high-concept movie that's way, way ahead of its time. Um, it's got some great practical effects from uh, Dick Smith and yep. Rick, uh, Rick Baker, who's yep. uncredited in this. But, uh, yep. yeah, those two... Do some yeah, awesome his body, effects. Dick Smith's full body prosthetics are absolutely amazing. This yeah, movie. Um, it's 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 really tough to to explain this movie. Uh, it's one of those films that you really need to see. It's just it's a very high concept sci fi horror flick, and uh, it, it just goes into some really neat uh, territory that a lot of flicks don't do. Um, you know, the idea of like transforming and regressing and just coming back and I don't know, like uh, altering your consciousness. It's, it's just fucking weird. It's just a very like high concept flick. And, uh, I, I love this movie. I, I love knowing too, that like the, the set on set, it was like a total shit show, I guess. Like, was it really? yeah, they, they went through like 25 directors before they got this guy. And really, like, it's yeah. cause no one wanted to do it. Right. Um, well, it's a very odd movie. Oh not, yeah. Especially for that time. It's, yeah. It's not, anything that you would expect to come out in 1980. Um, Yeah. I mean, the movie is very before it's time. Well, before it's time, I would love to watch this movie on this crazy drug that he's taking. (laughs) Cause obviously that's, uh, I think it would just enchant the experience. Yeah. This would be a fun movie to watch. You know, it starts off obviously slow and obviously it builds up into him. You said Dick Smith did the effects for this. Yeah. Yeah. The, the effects are gnarly. Yeah. yeah. Especially um, when he starts transforming into shit. Yeah. Like, yeah good he, use of like air bladders and shit too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Was he looks great as the, uh, when he turns into the caveman yeah. at the end, yep. when he like turns into that blob. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, I mean, it just keeps building and building into this weird transformation. Until thing. finally it, he's doing it so much that he's altering his physical biology and he's starting to bring his hallucinogen hallucinations into reality. Yeah. Yeah. And it's obviously very dangerous and it takes his wife who he's separating from to pull him out of it. Right. Yeah. But I thought it was a very good movie. Yeah, It was great. And I I would like to watch it again. Um, inebriated. Yeah, seriously, it would be a good movie to watch while you're high. (laughs) But yeah, I think well, well ahead of its time. Yeah. And I think that the, I like movies that have like a bit of a conflicted, uh, history too. Cause like the, like the onset stuff, like between the director and the writer, the writer is the same. Like he basically took his book and wrote it into a fucking screenplay. So like, I guess he was a super douche about it. And like, like the director and the writer hated each other. And like, there was all this onset conflict between the two and including like the, the writer making it. So like if he altered like a fucking line of dialogue, he'd zoom and really, yeah, it was just like, I guess it was just a miserable experience to work on the set, but sometimes those are the movies you get the best out of. And like, this is a good example of it. It's just an odd, kind of like cannibal Holocaust. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. It's just an odd, odd movie to watch. Yeah. Again, wait, wait. I, I feel like nobody really talks about this movie. No, I'd never heard of it before John suggested it. Yeah, so. I, the only reason I knew about this movie is because of Dick Smith. Um, is this your first time seeing Altered States? I've tried to watch it years and years okay. ago. Um, I just wasn't. It's. I think this is one yeah, of those movies like. Space for it then, yeah, yeah, so. and that's that's exactly yeah. when we say. I didn't like, appreciate it then. As being ahead of its time, like it's a very like 
it's a very heady movie, especially for like a horror flick because right. it's got some really highbrow concepts and it uses actual yeah. science that we're just really like yeah. utilizing. So yep. to take that actual like real life scenario and just fuck with it and just do this high concept piece. Um, yeah. Yeah. I fucking love Altered States. Altered States is a, that's another three and a half out of five for me. Yeah. I give it a, a, th- a three. I give it a three. It's definitely worth a watch. I uh, give it a three also. Yeah. So. Nice. Definitely worth a watch. Cool. And uh, wrapping things up, what do we got? All right. So Eric's choice couldn't be here today, but he chose Wes Craven's Scream, which came out in 1996. Yep. Um, Directed by who? I just said Wes Craven. Oh, you did, yeah. I just said. (laughs) And written by Kevin Williamson, who who wrote Dawson's Creek. (laughs) That's important to note. (laughs) So do we all want to take turns with this one? I think we have to. Yeah, this is, um, I I was, I was talking to Sierra about this is like, we, we had a conversation before the show the other other day about like, like I I haven't watched scream in probably like 15 years. And Mm -hmm. like, I have a lot of, conflicting thoughts about this movie and I'm really okay. like excited to talk about so it. So let's just get so into the basic premise of the movie. There's this serial killer going around what is it? Wood Woodsboro. Woodsboro, California? Mm. I actually no, I think this yeah, movie's is. is it California? Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. Woodsboro, California. Woodsboro, California. It's going around terrifying the town, killing the high schoolers and uh this ghost face. He is dressed up in what's called what's the name of the costume? Uh, Father, Father Father Death. Father Death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The famous ghost face mask, and yeah, it's typical '90s slasher film yeah, directed by a, Wes Craven. Yeah, but it's but it's also not typical slasher film because right. that's part of what it I breaks get many into. Yeah. of those like tropes. Yeah. Third walls. This this movie reinvented a genre. Right. It, it did. Um, there's so much baggage with that. <laughs> Why don't you Very go true. ahead, John? Um, I, 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 okay. Like just to, to, maybe this will just like tie the conversation in with it. Cause like, I really want to like talk to you guys yeah. about this and I have been wanting to. So I was 16 when this came out yeah. and when this came out, this we was like, the, yeah, we did. And yep. this was like the biggest fucking thing ever. This movie, because up until then slasher flicks, it always been sort of your standard fare. Like, you know, this movie talks about Halloween. Like, it talks about some of the, like the more Freddy Krueger, yeah, yeah. Jason. Yep. It, it, it talks about all these movies because at that time that was sort of the standard. And this is a movie that is both very of its time and also very groundbreaking because it just reinvented a genre that had become kind of stagnant up until that point. So it's hard to look at this movie from a fresh set of eyes because for one, the movie dates itself a lot. So this, so what's odd about this movie is ironically, it's a movie that is now dated from something that it actually reinvented. So what is now this, what became the standard is because of this movie's existence. So it's, it's kind of a complex like place in history because looking at this movie now, I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I'm like it's it still works in some levels. It's it's a little too goofy in some points, but it does a lot of cool things. Like it took that whole concept of what it does with the two killers and like it, that was like completely unheard of at that time where you had mm-hmm. actually had a slasher movie that did the old you know who oh, who done it you. Who yeah who done it yeah it fucks with your expectations. Yeah, everybody's a suspect in yep. the movie pretty much. Yeah, you know? so it it like from Henry Winkler the Fonz yep. to to the sheriff to even Officer Dewey. Yeah, yep. Good old Officer yeah. Dewey. Yep, Doofy. <laughs> And 
I, I I enjoy it for what it is, but at the same time, looking at it for like looking at it pers- like from a just looking at it for what it is, like it, it is kind of date. It's very dated, um, but it's so hard to look pat. Like you have to give it credit where it's due. And oh, what the fuck was uh, what was I actually gonna say? Shit, <laughs> I'm losing track of my own thought here. Um, oh, part part of what this movie did, and another thing it has against it for me in my eyes is like. It's also one of those movies that ruined movies for a good 10 years where, like, right. everybody parodied, parodied this movie. This movie was parodied in numerous things, like Deuce Bigelow. because well, it was so fucking, fucking awesome. Like they, the scary movies. Scary movies, a direct parody of this. And like and like you said, though, because it is so awesome. And, and, then, and it reinvented a genre. And then I, I know you did last summer. Urban, yeah. Urban Legends and then yeah. the countless others that yeah, came like, out after it. So. This movie, I put in the same category I do with, like, The Matrix or, yeah. like, Saw, where it's sure. like you take something... And you put a fresh coat of paint on it, and then that thing becomes like the standard and yep. ruins the, uh, it. Well, it influences, but it ruins the original in a way. Right. So, like, those are my thoughts on it. And like, I, I don't know if you guys, what do you guys think about yeah, it? Yeah, Ciara, what do you think? I fucking love this movie. I love Wes Craven. I love almost every single one of his movies. Um, Even Serpent in the Rainbow. Not Serpent. <laughs> uh, Serpent in the Rainbow was okay. Um, <laughs> I feel like Scream is a masterpiece. I don't know. It's so 90s. I wish I got to live in the 90s. I was born in the 90s, but like I missed out on all the awesome shit that went on in the 90s. You did, yeah. I don't know. I just loved like the aesthetic. I loved the music. I loved the movies, like everything that came out in the 90s. I know John always says he hates the 90s. Musically, the 90s were my favorite because that's when metal was at its best was mm-hmm. the 90s. But just as far as like... The 90s had some good movies too, but the 90s were like this weird after period of the 80s where the 80s were such a like, nostalgia. it's not even nostalgia, oh, but like I mean, there was yeah. so much creative shit that came out in the 80s that the 90s just kind of was like a trickle down, watered down effect right. of all of that. I just love the look of the 90s. Sure. I loved how everybody dressed. I loved like those giant jean pants Jango, Jango, jenkos i love uh, the belly collars, shirts that girls the necklace, wear the, uh, wore chokers <laughs> i loved how guys look i don't know it's just people look so lame today mm. i love everything about how the 90s looked and um like cartoons in the 90s like i grew up watching that like right. everything about this is so 90s it is, it is. It's very nice and um i just love how wes craven references so many horror movies um what is what's the friend's name randy i love randy how he's just like a horror movie expert works in a video store works in yeah. a video store yeah like they go to a blockbuster is it a blockbuster uh no everything it's like in a it local is just so 90s and, and i love store. it i love it so much and I just, I don't know. I love all the horror movie references and how they break. Is it, am I saying it right? The fifth wall? Third wall. Third wall. It is the third wall. Or okay. fourth wall. Fourth wall. Yeah. Fourth fourth wall. wall. Yeah. How they break the, the fourth wall. Um, how they keep saying, this is all just a movie. Like they know they're in a movie. I fucking, I love that shit. And how there are some parts that are really fucking scary and iconic. Like the very first opening scene. Oh, with that Drew one with Drew Barrymore. Yeah, that's great. It's, that is a great amazing. opening. It's yeah. amazing. It's, it's awesome. She does a great job. It, it, 
That move, that's also subverting your expectations right. too because when you see Drew Barrymore, yep. you immediately expect her to be the main character because she's such a big star, right. you do not especially expect- in that time. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. when that happens, that fucks with your expectations mm-hmm. entirely. Like That whole movie was about reinventing a genre yeah, and right. subverting your the expectations. The first time so. I saw yeah. that movie, I was telling Jeff last night when we were watching it, that the, that opening scene is scary. It's fucking, it's, it's terrifying. And like back then you guys didn't have caller ID, things like <laughs> yeah. that. I just, I love everything about it. I don't know. Star 69. Yep. 67. Oh, Star 67. That's it. (laughs) No, yeah. Not in time. Dial Star 69. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But, um, yeah, the opening scene used to scare the shit out of me. Um, I love how much Ghostface falls in this movie. Anyone (laughs) notices how many times he tumbles? They make fun of that in Scary Movie quite a bit, too. Yeah, he, like, fucking goes through windows. Yes. He's constantly getting flipped and tumbles into stuff, and it's like... It's it's silly, but then there are parts where it's I'm genuinely like on the edge of my seat. I remember the first time I watched this, it really scared the shit out of me. I was telling Jeff when I was a kid, I actually watched Scary Movie first, yeah, before I had ever seen Scream, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, hey, this movie is just like Scary Movie, right? Not knowing, not it. knowing, but yeah, Scream scared the shit out of me, and um. Everyone in this movie is fucking hot as hell. <laughs> Everybody is fucking attractive. And you, I was horning watching this movie. Like, what's her face? What's the main character? Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell is fucking so hot. Um, Matthew Lillard, I just want him to, like, blow a load on my face. <laughs> Seriously, Skeet Ulrich. Oh, my God. Everything in, everyone in this movie is fucking, you just want to see them one giant gangbang. So, like, I'm sitting on the couch horny as hell. And, you know, I'm horny. There's also, like, a horror movie factor. I was just in my element last night. Sure. It was spooky. It was funny. It was... There's so much sexual tension. The acting is so great. I love how just, like, passionate... Is it... What's his name? Um, yeah, in the movie yeah. Skeet Ulrich? Ulrich? Yep. What's what his name him? in the movie? Oh, uh... St- no, it's not Stu. No, Stu is Matthew Lillard. Right. I can't remember either. It's I can't not remember. Billy. Billy's his name in the scary movie. Billy, yeah, it's Billy. Oh, okay. Billy Loomis. That's right. Yeah, I just love how like uh, Loomis. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is like yeah, all these passionate, that, that, that thing passionate and spooky too. he is, and like mysterious he is in the movie. I was like, how can one man be so hot? Like, what is <laughs> what's going on here? How is everyone just not he ripping just their clothes f- off? Fuck he just animal. wants to fuck her, and he gets to. He's like, I don't care. Your mother died last year. You oh, just suck my cock. It's such a dark movie too. Like the the motive. I love how they go over all that stupid shit. Like, what's your motive? Right. Uh, the the three rules of horror movies: never never drink and do drugs, never have sex, never say you're gonna go somewhere. I just love how it breaks. Like into reality yeah, yeah it's and fucking then, like, so is, funny it's the first movie to do that too mm-hmm. like, right. up until then this was all shit that was like sort of standard in movies but no one ever talked about it right. so like this was the first movie where to, they like, talk really about it and things. it's cool yeah. you're like yeah that does happen and you can like relate right. to yeah. it yeah. and it's fun but all along it's um, they're they know that they're in the movie yes yeah. like when randy's on the couch and he's like look behind you that part is right. fun because ghostface is right behind him right. Yeah. i think scream is so funny i think it's one of west craven's best movies it's up there for me with nightmare on elm street and i know it's super popular but i feel like it has a right to be because it's fucking awesome right well yeah obviously kevin williamson the, the writer had a lot to do with mm-hmm. that too obviously he he knows his 
teen drama type of thing too. So it's just awesome. And you're not first you suspect Billy, then you don't suspect Billy, and then all of a sudden there's two killers. Yeah. And that that had never been done before. Nope. That was that twist was so fucking cool. Right. I yeah. I remember seeing. We, we were like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see yep. that coming. Like, oh, know? it's definitely yeah. not Billy because someone called her yeah, he, when Billy, Billy was stabbed. in jail. Right. Yeah. Billy gets stabbed. Yep. And it's like, who could this be? And then it's right. both of them. But yeah, fucking... watching it now, you know uh, the, the looks they give each other after yes. they kill yeah. somebody. I, I was I was paying more attention to that yeah. too when I watched it. Like it's when like, he kill, it's, when it's Billy super, like Billy subtle, kills though. Rose McGowan. Yeah, and um, Billy's like he Billy's comes like, in. He's just like like that. You know, he just makes a nod. Billy's like nobody to, said you did, Stu. Yeah. When right. Randy's like, maybe you fucking killed her. Right, yeah. Are yeah. you kidding? Yeah. Matthew um, Lillard. Who is just a god. <laughs> I grew up with Matthew Lillard playing Scooby-Doo. Shaggy. Oh, that's so weird. You, yeah, Shaggy, I, sorry. I, I didn't even occur In to the me Scooby-Doo, the live mm-hmm. action movies. Yeah. And um, yeah, he was Shaggy. Zoinks. Yeah, he was my Shaggy. <laughs> so weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he definitely made me feel things as uh, Stu. Me too. He is a very hunky boy. We're actually meeting him in a month. He's Which is there. exciting. Mania. Him and Skeet Ulrich. Him and Skeet Ulrich are going to be there. <laughs> yep. Nice. And I'm going to tell Matthew Lillard that I would like to... Sit on his face. Brick in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, well, if you buy an autographed picture, I'll let you do that. He's big in, he's big in the D&D. <laughs> he is. Yep. I'm going to be big into his D&D. There you are. <laughs> dick and anyway, dick. the movie is fantastic. And I would even argue... I love 2 as well. People love, people love to say that 2 isn't great. I know three and four aren't wonderful. Did I they think make five of them or no, was it four? four of them. But they are making a fifth one. That's what it is. Five, okay, yeah. But two is awesome. It's a TV show two. too. Yeah, yeah, I haven't watched I, I the TV watch show. Either, I remember seeing. I I saw two, but I couldn't tell you anything about yeah, it. And then I think I saw part of three. Yeah. I, I don't like. What's his face is in two. Um, the fourth one was kind of recent, wasn't it? What is his? Ten years. Fifteen. The killer. Maybe. In two. Oh, what's his face? He was in, um, why do we always forget his name? Why do we always forget his name? I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember anything about two. He was in two, Santa so. Clarita Diet. Yeah, I know who it is. Oh, Timothy Olyphant. Timothy Olyphant, right. yep. Yes. Hunky He's Timothy the killer. Olfant. He's the killer in mm-hmm. two. two. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. You don't remember? I don't remember the second one at all. Courtney Cox is in these movies as well. Oh, we I had the biggest crush on her. Yeah. Did you? Oh, man. Courtney Cox was so hot. For now she just looks like a fucking insane. wax mannequin. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens when you get old. Anyway, um... Five. Really? I'm sorry. Wow. I fucking love this movie. Fair. I was like, what does John have to complain about this movie? Because when you said that to me last night, and then, or it's, the other day, and we rewatched me. it, I was like, I can't find one thing that I dislike about this movie. It's silly. I think it's fair, because, but I think it's also like your... I think your age plays a lot into it, honestly, and you have like a chance to view this like subjectively from like... Like almost like a fresh for a fresh viewpoint. Like not as someone who's watched these movies for forty years. Like and like had like like I I agree with everything you're saying, but at the same time, like I have a hard time overlooking the impact that it had negatively on these sort of films in general. So it's like did you not like I know what you did last summer because I did. I no, I don't like not even the first one. No, no, those are bad. Like Wrong Turn, all those. They're so fucking. What did you just say? Oh, you like those? She loves Wrong Turn. Oh, really? Yeah, those. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just such well, a yeah. lesser well, like hills have eyes or something. Have to do with 
Scream. It's but completely it, it, different. Because, no, it, completely different. Cannibals in the woods. It's it's just mm-hmm. another it's just another thing they tried to put a fresh coat of paint on that had been done to death and doesn't do anything new or original. Wrong Turn One did really well. I, I like the first. I like I'm the first not, two. I'm, not, I'm just movies. I'm not a fan of those. It That's just, actually too generic for me. On my <laughs> list next up. Oh, is it one of the Wrong Turn movies? I mean, I've seen them all. I'm getting one of the villains tattooed on my leg. I mean, I, I'll have to watch it again. So like. Yeah, I but, fucking love those movies. Yeah, I love watching it's people not, eat people. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing that hasn't been done before. Right. Yeah, that's the but thing. Still, like, it just introduces and anyway, that's different. different but that's podcasts. yeah, but that's me saying like you have the ability to watch this with like a fresh set of eyes right. and not have been. You know. I mean, even when we saw it back in '96, I remember loving it, and I, yeah. I still love it. I think for what it is, it's it's great. We're what working it does. on building what my horror movie leg sleeve is going to look like. And now I want Ghostface on my yeah, on me. Do Before it. I didn't, but rewatching this yeah. movie, revisiting it, I want him on me. Let's do it. <laughs> what do you What do you guys give this as? Oh, you said five. What about you, Jeff? Oh, I, I give it a four. I mean, this it created a whole awful genre of movies, but yeah. it's not Scream's fault for doing that. Obviously. It isn't. You're you're absolutely you know? right, and it's so. like I think that's where I'm. I get tripped up. Even on, in like, the movie, they're like. We'll be back for the sequel, and you know, and for, it, it, it 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 knows what it it is. The I know. movie knows you're, what it is. You're absolutely right, and it's not trying to hide it, yeah. whatsoever. But I also so. I I have a problem with the fact that it's so like nodding, winky to the camera as well at right. some point. So like, it, it's I don't know. Like I, I just have a really complicated like sure. thought process on this movie. I give it a three. I like Scream. Right. I, I, I do agree with everything you're both saying, but I just also have a hard time subjectively not like looking at what it created and then being able to look at it like as I haven't seen it in like 20 years, being able to look right. at it now and like what it's doing. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But it's also it's it's so weird. I think it's like what I was saying, whereas it's like the thing that it's making fun of for being dated is now itself now it's dated, dated and Correct. shows that it's dated. So it's right. like. But I, I can't fault it because it it, it reinvented at the genre. time. Yeah. yeah, this is what yeah. Horror, this is what horror needed at that time. You're you're absolutely I correct. Mean, uh, What's yeah. your favorite scary movie? <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say that. <laughs> we haven't said it yet. That's yeah, true. that is fair. Yeah, but now someone has to do that. What up? What up? <laughs> that fucking movie ruined movie like uh, the yeah. Matrix too. Like oh right, yeah, yeah definitely. So yeah, I mean, I, I I'm sure anybody who's listening has seen Scream. No, just watch again. And watch if you haven't, you suck. On, uh, th- 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 there's three of them on HBO Max right now. So I, I yeah, we were talking. We're actually gonna watch all of them. Yeah, we're gonna watch all this. of them. Yeah, I'm, I'd be curious to see like what happened because after something I, that is so yeah. like, I heard the the TV show is decent. Yeah, is the fourth one shitty? I heard. I've never seen. You never even saw it. I've heard three yeah. and four are bad. Yeah. So that's interesting yeah and i don't again i just want to reiterate that i don't hate scream it's just such a it's such like it's such a like monumental movie in this genre that like it's hard i'm trying to look at it like critically and just look at it for when you were when it was i can't know because i don't want to look at it rose-colored glasses i'm I'm trying to look at it as i'm just saying how it aged yeah and like i think it aged okay but it also like is it's a little too corny and like the, the part with the janitor, especially, was like, oh, I didn't see you out Fred, there, yeah. Fred. I was like, eh. That it's was just, Craven. Just I, I know, but it's yeah. like, it's, a it's, nod it's to... just too, fu- the movie right. itself is like a little too hokey in some parts. Sure. So it, it I just, like that. That's fair. And it, like that, that's just not for me. And it's like, it right. doesn't, 
like it's fun to look at this movie through like a critical eye 20 something years later and instead of just like i know well watching it last night i mean there's obviously scenes in the movie where you're just like this is fucking stupid yeah. but you, you just got to look past that you know like they're they're killing people in the school when there's a whole boatload of cops outside yeah like <laughs> she gets attacked in the in the woman's room <laughs> And she just runs out the building without telling anybody. Yeah, like what? Yeah, it's silly. <laughs> but that's the that's also the slasher genre right. in itself too. So like, but it even though she some was, of the traditions. even when she got the phone call, she's like, "I'd be out of the house running right now." Yeah, but you know, why aren't you? Why aren't, right. yeah, the dummy always goes up the stairs and not right. out the front door, and that's exactly she what she did. Right, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a fucking very complicated and like it, yeah. it's it's a piece of fucking it's a, it's a weird time capsule of a movie where it's mm-hmm. like it's brilliant and it's own right and right. looking at it critically now definitely has its shortcomings and its effect on cinema since then has been it's fucking profound so like right. all the credit in the world where it is for what it's worth, worth yeah, yeah sure. I, I can't fault it for anything everything you guys saying i appreciate and i totally right. agree with sure it's just hard to it's hard to like it's such a complicated movie for me because like i i agree with you but i also have to like i have such fucking mixed emotions about it. It's yeah. very complicated. I understand. That's fair. Yeah, watch Scream. Obviously, yeah, you have watch to, it. Yeah, if you haven't, I, I enjoy. Or revisit it if you. Yeah, if you yeah if you haven't seen it for a while, or if, watch it if. Yeah. Everyone's hot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was a fun discussion on Scream. Well, that is Scream, episode eleven, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank and, you very uh, much. Jeff and John are going to put in their shameless plugs now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, johncarenart.com. Hire me. I like to make things. Except don't hire me for like a month because I'm super busy right <laughs> now and I got to catch up. So, catch up. Oh, and also, my name is Jonah. The movie oh, I yeah. made fucking like. Where uh, is it, John? Yeah, you can watch it on Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime, iTunes, Apple TV, Xbox, all the things. And uh, my name is Jonah. Please rent it and help support uh, a movie that's taken over a quarter of my actual life. That's right. Don't pirate it. Yes, don't yes, pirate it. Don't be rent a it. cunt. That's right. <laughs> uh, Jeff O'Brien tattoos on Instagram. He tattoos. And then visit madrussianapothecary.com yes, for all your beauty and tattoo aftercare needs. Your sexy needs. That's yes, right. that's right. So, do you have anything to plug, CR? No. Okay. I'm not a self-made artist like you guys. <laughs> okay. I graduated. You did. And Hooray. now I have a full-time job. Yay! Sweet. Oh, and now I'm engaged too. Yeah. So to me, I'll plug my personal life. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to myself. Shout out to the uh, 3K ring I'm wearing on my <laughs> ring finger. Shout out to all the people who are gonna fucking snatch that off you now that you told them. All right. Bye, bye. guys. Bye.